Amplifiez votre passion pour la guitare pour quelques euros par mois. Rendez-vous sur la chaîne guitare.com. Amplify your passion for the guitar for a few dollars per month. Head over to theguitarchannel.biz. Welcome to the Guitar Channel. I'm super happy to welcome you this uh, incredible uh, live uh, broadcast. I have uh, on the other side of the Zoom connection uh, several uh, guitar builders I'm going to introduce uh, in a moment. So my name is Pierre Journel from La Chaine Guitar from the Guitar Channel. You can see here the logo Passion Amplifier. So I'm very happy to be able to, to do this uh, show uh, with you. Uh, today we have uh, six guests uh, with us. So we have uh, the one and only Andy Powers uh, from uh, the US. Uh, Andy, how are you doing uh, this morning for you in California? Doing quite well. It's, it's a beautiful day here where it started to rain, which is a rare occurrence for us. So we're all thrilled. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much for being there. I know you are going uh, to be able to be there only for the first uh, 30 minutes. So it's, uh, it's going to be great to have you for the show. So then moving on, we have uh, Adriano Sergio from uh, Portugal. Adriano, how are you doing uh, today? I'm doing well. Uh, close in my place and happy. With yeah. Nice company. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> Then we have uh, Rainer Tausch from uh, Germany. Rainer, how are you doing? Hi. Uh, thanks. I'm fine. Quite good here. Uh, also in, in, in the house all the time. I was shoveling snow this morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. Right below you on the Zoom uh, mosaic, we have uh, Uli, Uli Teufel from Teufel Guitars. Uli, how are you doing? Also shoveling snow? Uh, yes, shoveling yeah. snow. Of course. Mm -hmm. I'm 10 kilometers from Rainer, so it's very likely. <laughs> And I'm doing fine, as always, on Zoom with you, Pierre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of uh, it's it, it has been a 2020 thing to be some uh, some nice uh, Zoom call, and now it's almost like a normal life uh, now. So, and uh, we have also from Finland, uh, you are Rokongas. I don't. I think we saw you on Instagram. You are a big uh, snow shoveler too. Uh, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've had a lot of snow, but now it's not. Now it's actually raining. Okay. So it's kind of, but we have so much snow that it's not going to go away. If even if it will rain a day or two, it, there's going to be a lot of snow. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Very nice to have you here. And we have nice Michael and Tanya Spalt from uh, Austria, from Vienna. And Michael and Tanya, how are you doing? Fine. Great. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So, not yeah. <laughs> so let's start about talking about uh, maybe some of you have some special news regarding the, the Winter Nam 2021. Uh, uh, not so long ago, a couple of weeks ago, we did an interview about the projects of three. So I don't know if Michael and Tanya, you want to introduce that because that uh, would be your big news for this uh, Winter Nam uh, virtual edition, right? Um, yeah. Well, we... Uh, ah, the dog we decided... uh, wants to talk. <laughs> What? The dog <laughs> wants to talk, okay. <laughs> the dog wants to talk, yeah. It's too sharp. Um, uh, it really tells you everything about the NAMM show. <laughs> Thank you very much for your, for your co contribution. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we did this project together. And uh, it was our first uh, first experience with uh, doing it all on video. 
And uh, that was a lot more work than uh, a real show. So, and the outcome is, uh, we're very curious to see what's, what's going to happen now. Uh, the effect, how many people actually we were able to reach. Last year at the NEM, we also had uh, the project with a different collection. And uh, that went very well. We got a lot of uh, foot traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not sure we're still waiting for some analytics about uh, how this one went. Mm-hmm. It's still very early to talk about uh, uh, the Believe in Music system, but you were part of the official virtual exhibition. So w- what's your take on that? Was it relevant for you to have this kind of uh, virtual meeting with people or how, do, how did it work? It was certainly it was certainly good. It's it's I think it has its its pros and cons. I mean, obviously, it can never replace a in-person show. I mean, I think we're all clear on that. But um, I think it's it's uh, it it has some obviously you know it's early early stages. So there was a lot. There's a lot of stuff that you know had to be worked out and things like that. But uh you know you could get in touch with people you could connect with people that you knew that you haven't talked to in a while you could connect with uh new people um so i think from that and the nice thing is that we have another month to do so because they are keeping it alive until or going until uh the end of february uh which you know allows for more extended conversations that you have when you're at nam you know where your feet are hurting and your ears are you're basically dead by day two. Um, so you can actually have a conversation with people after NAM. <laughs> which is nice. So, you know, and ultimately the, the, the reactions were very positive to the collection. People loved it. And, uh, you know, in terms of, of effect, we will have to wait and see until, you know, we get some numbers, until we get some more, uh, you know, a little bit more time has passed, I think. But overall, for us, it was a very good experience in, in working, being able to work together. And I'm really glad we did it. Mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. Um, you know, skipping, skipping a year would have made it really hard. And it was really good to have that connection between the four of us. Mm-hmm. The, more or less the second half of last year. So let's switch. So these projects of three that I am showing the the website uh, at the moment was so was done with Tania Michael Spalt, then with Adriano Sergio and uh, with uh, Uli Teufel. So uh, Adriano, uh, tell us uh, how it went to do this uh, remotely. Was it a good experience, or you can't wait to to go to to Vienna to to work on this? I can't wait to go to yeah. Vienna. <laughs> 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 now I think uh, that open feel for me uh, and uh, forced me to work, work on something I will never do if we don't have to do those those videos and presentations and and um, which I think it's a good thing because I think there is space for both platforms in the future for the virtual one and the analog one and uh, I, I feel more, myself more ready to do um, you know to do both actually and uh it just opened a little bit more my 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 wide range so but yeah but i miss i miss the the analog uh, exposure for sure you know the physical contact and allow the people to to touch our instruments to see it in different angles which you know for me i'm talking about myself it was really hard to put on the pictures mm-hmm. 
Um, but I'm glad it happened. I'm really glad it happened, actually. Yes, I feel I'm a few steps ahead than I was before we started to do that. And how do you think you, the guitar you built is different um, compared to what if you were able to do it uh, uh, normally? Oh, um, you know, it's still me, it's still my language. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mentioned that before, which I don't think it's a har it will harm anybody to say it again. Like when I was, because we decided to make, you know, a collection, it's like one guitar, each other. And um, when I was doing that, when I was thinking in my head, designing in my head, uh, I had everybody else, you know, Uli, Atania, Michael, in my head. And so I actually put something new, which I never did, which I think I will keep using that in a different way because I will not repeat what I did. And I'm definitely sure um, if it wasn't that situation, I will not add the ideas I had today and I will not have the ideas I have to put on the field tomorrow, actually, which mm -hmm. I'm actually shivering <laughs> to start to put my hands on that, on chisels. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, definitely. Definitely. That's that opened a new field for me. You know, I actually, I think it just make me run faster with uh, my eyes open. Okay. To what's coming next? What's what? What I want to show next? Mm -hmm. Good, Uli. What was uh, the what's the experience you had doing this uh, remotely? It's it's been a quite a good experience, but I think the difference um, uh, in respect to normal uh, conversations is that. Um, Business conversations uh, are quite formal, and maybe they are. Yeah, you, you have to be prepared for that. And amongst us, when we worked on Zoom, I think it's pretty more what happens to grandparents when they do Skype with the with the grandchildren. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a very personal thing, and we we could act the same way emotional. We didn't have to be formally prepared for these Zoom conferences. So, it it sneaked into our lives as a. As uh, I would say, it was for me. It was a very important hook or a very important reminder when Tanya set up the Zoom conferences, because it was good to see everyone else in in this group again. And I think this is something that doesn't necessarily happen to business people when they Zoom, because it has much more to do with business and social status, which is not with us. So it was really, really good. And nevertheless, the personal encounter will be very important, but I would not bet that when we meet in Vienna, maybe in summer, that we would not hang up in three different of those nice coffee houses in Vienna and do what we are used to do and start our Zoom conferences in three different coffee houses because it's really, really, it's, it's very good to work on Zoom. For us, it was a perfect thing and we will stick to that. So I was, I was really surprised how good this does to a project. All right, excellent. Uh, moving on to Andy, I mean, obviously, uh, this January was very different for Taylor Guitars. So uh, was it a relief for you not to be not to have uh, to, to spend uh, that many days in a super large environment at uh, the Taylor Guitars booth? Tell us everything, Andy. You know, there, are, I've been going to a, the Win and Am show for a long time a lot of years all in a row and there every year it feels like a lot of us we, you know you kind of complain about the noise you complain about how tired you get and things i miss it 
<laughs> I miss it so much more than I thought I would. I think we all because, do, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah we true. all do, I'm sure. But the reality is a sense of community, a, a community is defined as the places that you continue to show up, right? The places where you are and you are repeatedly, that's your community. And so NAM for me has become a community, even if it's, you know, folks like yourself that I only see once or twice a year or uh, many of my guitar making friends from different parts of the world. I may only get to see them once, twice, three times a year, but that's one of them. And I miss that. Mm. I miss that, those conversations, the dinners you get to enjoy, even just waving at each other from the hallways and whatnot. I, I miss that a great deal. And so we're very proud of what Nam has been able to do with the Believe in Music Week. And, you know, we're fairly well, we're accustomed to producing videos and Zoom calls yeah. and mm -hmm. things like that. All of us over the last year, we've had a lot of practice this with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I had to learn how to use a cell phone, you know. <laughs> but, Me too. <laughs> but I, I really do miss that shared sense of camaraderie and that sense of community that you get from being around other guitar makers, musicians, dealers, wood suppliers, the players, everybody comes together with that. And so I'm, I'm eagerly looking forward to the day when we get to meet together in person. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's any substitute for that. What the, music, music is a personal thing. It's a relationship between musicians. That's why we value live music so much. You get to see that magic that happens between people. And when that's missing, I think, I think we all have the sense that we want to put that back. Like, oh, somebody took something away from me. Put it back. Mm. I want that back. What is the, the big news for Taylor? We heard about the change of structure that now Taylor Guitars is basically an employee-owned uh, owned, uh, enterprise. So uh, tell us the, the short story. Is that a good move? Are you happy about it? So uh, uh, tell us everything, Andy. Yeah, that is, that's our big news because that's a project that we've been working on for about seven years now. Wow. And the way that guitar manufacturers typically go is that past the founder or what we call uh, refounders lifespan, once there's no guitar maker there driving that bus, it tends to turn into just a big corporation run by financial types. Mm. I mean, guitar history is full of that. And we didn't want that to happen with Taylor Guitars. We feel we have something special and unique here that we love. And so we realized that this was the best way to ensure continuity moving past our own lifespans well into the future that Taylor Guitars gets to remain committed to its forestry projects, to producing the guitars that we love, to all of the things that we do, that we value, all of our purposes those get to remain independent and upheld by our employees moving forward while providing a great retirement benefit for every one of our employees. So that's something that we're, we're really proud of. We're very excited about. And of course, there's fun new guitars that we're making. And there's been some musical projects that we've been working on over the course of this past year when a lot of our musician communities, you know, they started becoming isolated themselves. So we, we wrote a, uh, Uh, one particular piece of music that we started passing around through different studios from one musician to another. And everybody contributed a verse, a chorus, a 
instrumental nice. part or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so we got to launch that song a few days ago as part of NAMM's virtual week. And so we've been involved in a lot of different projects this year, but it certainly has been a year like no other. Yeah. I suppose like nothing I've ever seen. I suppose for Taylor Guitars, it was a record high, uh, very good year business-wise, uh, as it was, it seems, for many uh, big guitar companies. Was that the case for you too? Yes, yeah? it is the case, but it's balanced by the difficulty in operating because, mm. I mean, we between both our factories, we have about 1,200 employees. And so... The imagine the challenge of trying to keep that many people safely isolated from each other yeah. while still in you know similar buildings and whatnot. If you walk through our factories now, it looks like a hospital okay. inside. <laughs> you know, there's plexiglass around every machine, and there's all kinds of different different uh, personal protections in place to make sure that everybody can remain working safely. But it's been a challenge like nothing we've ever seen. So yes. The demand for guitars is enormous. People all over the world are taking up guitar either for the first time or they're returning to making music themselves. And so there's huge demand for it, which is wonderful. And I, I mean, that's something that's important to me that people, recreational players are involved in making music for themselves. I think that's a healthy, healthy part of a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And yet the challenge in manufacturing in the way that we want to hasn't been able to keep up with that demand. So it's, it's kind of like, well, it's wonderful, but it has been a very big challenge that we're continuing to work on. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, moving to, let's say Reiner. So Reiner, what's your take on this uh, virtual edition of the NAM? You've been to many winter NAM shows. So uh, was it uh, good to be at home in January uh, for once? <laughs> on the one hand it was it was quite relaxed yeah uh it's a nice move from from taylor guitars to tosh guitars i mean this is a big company <laughs> welcome to the guitar channel <laughs> <And> i know <laughs> that's so cool I, I i like it very much um mm-hmm. yeah but but i i refused uh, to attend uh the the, NAM, the virtual nam show because um um I, th- I thought for, for me, it does not make sense uh, to, to do that. Otherwise, I have the same feelings uh, just as Andy concerning the to be at NAMM. It, it feels like, yeah, this is the place to be. Uh, this is where, where music and everything happens. Also, f- for, for a small company like me, it's, it's, I feel quite the same thing uh, just as Andy told before. And yeah. And another thing I wanted to say, uh, to the to the to the the projects of three um a big big congrats to what you have done uh, what is actually the, pro- the the projects of four i mean tanya i i, I know the, the the role she is playing in in the whole game and uh, it it is great and it i i i think it will have a big big impact on the boutique guitar scene what you have done in in this it i mean this was the frame of of nam but actually you you don't need nam to do such projects uh you can you can make appointments two or three times a year just to to say okay let's do another project so um maybe for for the first time it was good to have this at nam and nam uh has a big benefit of what you are doing uh but 
uh, actually, I guess you don't you don't need NAMP for for doing such projects. So and Rainer, tell me, are you jealous uh, not to be included in the projects of three? <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a more more traditional approach to to the guitar. Ah, uh, you're so not I, crazy enough. Pan? You are not crazy enough to be part of the projects of three. <laughs> I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy, but not. Uh, I'm crazy in a, in another way. Okay. So let it's quite okay. Let them. I, I appreciate very much what they are doing, and uh, yeah, and congrats again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great, any, great any, job. Thanks, great job. <laughs> Thank you. Anything new you introduced at the twenty for the twenty twenty one for this year, Rainer? I would have. <laughs> I, I had. A, I, I have a guitar here, which I like to introduce. Uh, it's it's my new model, the Montoya. You see one here, the big guitar behind yeah. me. Mm -hmm. That there is a six six five, and and beside it, it's it's a, the bigger body is, is the is the new Montoya model. Uh, so we shift to to next year, and uh, and uh, I'm looking for for other ways to present the guitar at the moment there will be a review and and also some uh you know um advantage at rare we have they have some video making there uh i give it to professionals to do to do the job because uh, i'm not a media uh, professional so there are some guys who can do a good job in this in this way so and hopefully there will there will be a, a, a nam show 22 um there are some changes also here uh i i would have had a, a booth this year with a wang amplifier which is a small um amp uh, amplifier uh, uh company mm -hmm. uh, we would have had a, a small booth and uh, I, i wanted to to check out new ways because uh the, the way it was before as it's 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 good what 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 happens there the boutique guitar showcase but i wanted to try out something new with uh yeah some just just to see what happens then so yeah so hopefully next year then okay uh so, before we move on to you i'm going to jump back to andy because andy is going to 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 leave us in about five or ten minutes so don't worry you are i'm going to take care of you after no that okay no <laughs> and uh, andy before if I, if i fall asleep okay just... we will yeah. shout okay <laughs> <laughs> You And can go shuffle snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, before we let you go, so tell us uh, what do you think is going to be the the future of um, big events uh, like that? For sure, it's going to change, right? Yeah, I'm sure it'll change to some degree. I'm not sure how it'll change. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I'm pretty confident of, this year we've seen more people more recreational players turn to playing the guitar than ever before. It's almost like another touchstone moment. You know, how many artists have you heard say, well, I saw the Beatles play on Ed Sullivan show in 1964 and I wanted to start playing guitar, you know, or some similar thing to that. I think if we could fast forward a few years, what we'll find is a much bigger music playing population around the world than what we ever have seen before because so many of the people have that have taken up playing guitar it's ushering in like a new 
era of musical creativity. And so I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're going to see a whole lot more live music. We're going to see bigger trade shows, more interest in the field, more people who are welcoming music making as part of their lifestyle. I think it's going to benefit everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I could see happening. What a new NAM show looks like that. I don't know. Hopefully we won't be walking around with our, you know, goggles and face shields no. and all that, you know, I'm, I'm dying to have a handshake and share a coffee or something with some of my guitar making friends. Mm-hmm. So do you keep an eye on some of the crazy guitar builders we have uh, here on the zoom call or you don't have time oh, to, to check out this stuff? Well, When I get to see things in person, I absolutely love it. But these days, I I tend to stay in my shop a lot and pay attention to the things I'm working on because between my life at the Taylor campus, my life here at the workshop, and my wife and I have three young kids. Mm, Between that and going surfing and doing the other fun things I, I love. It seems like there aren't enough hours in the day to follow, follow up on every interesting thing that, uh, that's happening all over the place, even though I'd like to. Mm-hmm. All right. Andy, thank you very much for taking the time for being on the show with us. I remember very fondly the very first time I came to uh, El Cajon factory, we did a couple of uh, Luther Chronicle in your workshop. So hopefully in 2022, it will be possible to do this uh, again. Okay. I would love that. All Goodbye, right. everyone. Wonderful to see you, even if Bye-bye. it's just virtually. All right. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> Bye-bye, Andy. <laughs> All right. You are now. Now is your time. Tell us everything. How do you feel about this uh, online edition? You were not officially part of the Billy Min Music, but uh, you did your big virtual party about your 25 years uh, anniversary. So what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that's that's one of the reasons why we didn't take part to the our 25th anniversary party online thing that we did by ourselves um, in November. That was a big stretch for us. And um, one of the reasons why we didn't take part officially to the to the NAM, uh, the virtual NAM, NAM show and and. Um, But I've been uh, I've been there as a can you say a visitor? What 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 have I been? I mean, yeah, I've been there, like looking around a bit and trying to, basically trying to understand w- how it works and how can I navigate and and find things and just try you know, fly on the wall, and um, and I was following some of the content, um, pretty heavily kind of geared towards the 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 projects of three. So, so, so this is really for some reason, because these are my friends. So I, 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 te- I was paying, paying a close attention to, to what Adriano and Ulrich and uh, Tanya and Michael were doing. So, and really hats off guys, you just wonderful project. I, I, I totally love it. And um, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's uh, it, Because you know, I've been following earlier virtual guitar shows. Well, we were—I was part of uh, putting together the, the Holy Couch guitar show. Yeah. Um. And then there was the the Guitar Summit. Did their take on it? I don't know if there's been others, but but these two, and then the Nam. 
So I, I think of, obviously you you can tell that um, that Nam is the is the biggest player and 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 has the has so huge resources to put it together that um, there was very many interesting aspects to it. And I, I've made notes in case we want to develop our holy couch um, <laughs> to to ne- next level holy couch guitar. So if if that would ever be like a, a, an online version of of Holy Grail Guitar Show would um, keep on developing further, but yeah. So, but we, yeah, we are, we are very um, for us making videos. Even though we're small company, it's something that we've kind of invested a lot into, and and kind of we're doing a lot of that, anyways. Uh, and so, for me, somehow I'm kind of thinking that 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 the whatever online the, the presence what we are doing it's something that i see happening like around the year and then it would be so wonderful to meet pay people face to face when there's a show i mean it's just it feels somehow there's that like like andy was saying and 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 others were saying that that element of of meeting people for real is missing and I'm also missing that a lot, mm-hmm. missing that really a lot, because it, it somehow there's that feeling that, you know, when, when we are making guitars, when we're kind of every year we're putting out a video, uh, I mean, every week we're putting out a video. Almost throughout the year, every week we put out a video and then having a show and we make more videos, it feels like, oh, more of the same like <laughs> videos, videos, videos. I want to like, yeah shake hands and hug, peop- hug people and yeah yeah you usually exhibit at the nam once every year right something like that uh yeah yeah every second year, every or, second year. or something like that yeah mm. yeah yeah are you going Not every year i don't go there every year but are you going to release something or do you have do you try to bring something new when you exhibit at the nam to create some uh, attraction so how do you yeah, yeah yeah so this is something we and this is another reason why why it didn't feel so super important um this january to to take part because we have something coming but it's not ready yet it's not ready yet to, uh-huh. to put out so so because we are well We've been working for years on the the valve bucker, mm-hmm. the two pickup concept, and so we have new things coming for that. So it's it's that's something that we are we've been working really hard on, and hopefully in the spring summer we'll we'll have to see. I hope there's going to be a show somewhere, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Let's see now if we can maybe move on to a past edition of the NAM because for many people watching the show, the, the NAM show is that something super special. And I know it has been uh, for me the very first time I went there, I think it was in 2015. And it was a big event as a guitar media to, to cover the, the NAM show. So I sure have my share of uh, uh, funny or w- weird stories that happened to me at the NAM. But who wants to start with, I don't know, the the best memories of the the winter nam raise your hand <laughs> <laughs> i know my tanya is already laughing okay <laughs> no kind of hard there are a lot i mean for me i think the best at nam is what we've started doing in in since we you know we 
is going back to Niam after we moved to Europe for the first time in 2017. And um, what was really, what is really for me the highlight of that is that we always um, share a house with friends and we stay together. So that obviously is a big, that's a big bonus right there. Um, it's kind of hard to, I, I was laughing because I remembered our very first NAMM show, which was in 2002. Uh, we did the typical thing, you know, we did this once we have to have a booth at NAMM and we had a small, the smallest booth that was available in Hall E, you know, the typical thing, like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Although we had, uh, you know, uh, the up and coming Jens Ritter across from us and uh, it was all, you know, homemade. And I was laughing because I remembered how we were, we tried to fit everything, you know, into one car load so we could, you know, drive it down from LA. And uh, Michael had built this box uh, that literally was like down to the millimeter fitting into the back of the trunk of our car. Okay. <laughs> and you know how it was kind of getting that stuff in <laughs> at the time, at the same time, juggling a two-year-old. <laughs> Um, that, yeah, that was, that was a fun, fun event. Yeah. And then we didn't have a black tablecloth. <laughs> Adriano, what do you want to share a story? Um, my story, it's the feeling about going to NAM. I was in NAM my first time, I think it was 2004. Mm. I was touring. So I was there with bands, you know, just, you know, guitar, as a, as a guitar take, right? As a guitar take. Yeah. And I was uh, I was actually tacking for Kudi Sarzo, I think, at that time. I'm not sure. No, but whatever. So, you know, I've been working on shows, and uh, I never felt like nervous when I'm on shows. Say when I was setting the things, and the same thing happened when I went to Nam to visit the first time and second. So I, I was a visitor, and uh, my first Nam as an exhibitor, which I never thought that will happen. I never thought about that. It was 2015. The first guitar boutique guitar showcase, and I felt so nervous, like going to play in a gig. So that's what I feel <laughs> when I go to NAM. I feel so nervous, but it's like it's a good nervous, and it's like I'm playing a gig, gig. So I'm nervous, and I feel that, and that has been increasing all over the years. I still have that urge and uh, that feeling. It's something really special, and uh, you know, I have some stories uh, like don't remember to go home but after good night <laughs> but i will not tell any details <laughs> and um and now it's, it's a very special special moment special moment and um i think everybody will have a new different experience and uh, it's really worth it mm -hmm. for me if i have to choose from any shows nowadays because also the the, the, the the Holy Grail, it's, it's gone, and so it's NAM for me. It's a really important time. The weather is nice. We meet people from all over the world. It's mm -hmm. all friends. We see everybody wants to show their best, best thing, and everybody wants to, to be a success, but is also happy with the success from everybody else. So you can see actually the friendship and uh, the reality of our world, which I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uli, when was your very first uh, NAM show? Any interesting memories to share? That's been 1996. Wow. Also in Hall E downstairs. Okay. Mm -hmm. And well, I don't know if it's, if uh, I don't have really interesting um, stories to share. It's the typical thing when you come from the Frankfurt Messe, which is a message to the, a, a trade show to the public. 
but with no stars. And you go to the NAMM show, and the first year, uh, Kiss, Kiss came walking by my booth. I mean, not to <laughs> see my guitars. They were just on the way to something where they had to show up. So this was quite quite interesting <laughs> for, for me to see that um, show business and uh, show gear business is so well connected in America. So it's different uh, what I was used from from Europe, from Germany. And do you think uh, it's also one question I would like to, to address uh, to, to all of you. Uh, uh, how, how relevant is it for small boutique guitar builder to, to exhibit at the show? I ask the question because very often, I, as you know, I talked with a lot of guitar builder in France and all over the place. And it seems that sometimes I hear that uh, small builders want to really uh, put the money to, to go to the NAM show when maybe the timing for them is not right so and that's a question I asked to, to all of you but what would be your your piece of, uh, of advice or when do how did you know that it was a good timing for you to to go to to the NAM show Uli, for example well that that was before <clears throat> the real internet and i had a distributor usa vendor he is a emigrated german and uh he invited me to the NAM show uh, during uh, um The, the, the guys of, uh, of a Bogart basis. And it was a good opportunity to, to, to be there. And what I, what I realized for sure, and what I can state for sure, is that this very NAM has been my breakthrough. Okay. It's different and, and absolutely without any doubt. So just to, to say it in a nutshell, in, in Frankfurt, um, I would say 90% were laughing about my birdfish at the first presentation and 10% took it serious. And at the name show, it was something like 50-50 hmm. because hmm. I came from Europe and the Americans were quite more open for that. So Interesting. my real business pool started in America. Hmm. And so I came back, so to say, to Germany and my German or my European success started after um, the wave of the American success. Hmm. Interesting. And this will happen to any... Uh, European luthier, I bet. Mm, I'm not so sure. Yeah, but you're half American. What, you know, like Tanya said, uh, I went to the NAM show from about 98. As visitor. 1998. As visitor. And then we decided, well, we, we really need to show our stuff there. Because, I mean, that's like the big show. We have been doing vintage shows uh, all around, which are a little more like flea markets. And we were always the weird people. <laughs> and so we scratched together the money and he, we went. And we ended up in Holly. And uh, the same thing that I see happening to so many people over the years happened to us. You're down there in Holly, everybody kind of walks by, takes a look, oh, some new guys, some new stuff, and they walk on. And uh, it was, on that level, quite disappointing. But an old hand told me then, well, you know what it is. The first year, people will kind of register, there you are. Mm. The second year, they will say, huh, he's back. Let's take a closer look. The third year, they might talk to you. 
And maybe by the fourth year, you will be able to get some business going. Um, and that's the kind of thing that if you want to go to NAM, um, it's a little different now with the boutique guitar showcase, because there you have a focus point where people go just to see boutique guitars. Uh, I think that is not true for people there. Some people, you know, started having good business right out of the gate because they had the public coming specifically for this kind of product, but that's new. So the, if you want to do NAM, you have to figure you need to be able to do it sustainably. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you need to keep doing it. Um, I've seen so many, many, many companies. Uh, they come with a new product, a new guitar. They're standing there. They're all like, oh, my God, I'm at NAM. I'm showing my stuff. This is the big breakthrough. And you never see and hear of them again because they put all their money into that. And then uh, so it's 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 certainly the I mean, for us, it's 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 the main uh, the main show uh, just because. L.A. is the center of the music world, no matter what New Yorkers or Londoners are saying. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, and it is the center of the business, of the instrument business uh, at, at NAM. So it is, you know, the one show that if it's like the Oscars for the movies, mm -hmm. it might be cheesy. It might be this or that, but it is still the Oscars. Mm -hmm. yeah. You are. You want to interject something? Yeah. Well, well, I I would say that obviously times have changed a lot. Um, like Uli was talking about going to the NAM in nineteen was it nineteen ninety six? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this was a time actually when when internet the whole internet was taking its first baby steps. I mean, not everybody had cell phones in nineteen ninety six. I mean. It, This is a, this is a t different different era in a way, and a, and a, and a lot fewer um, small builders would go to um, go to international guitar shows. And I I mean if if we kind of fast forward, Pierre, to your question, um, is it necessary to go to? And uh, I would say that in 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 the modern age. There's there's not one single truth anymore. It's it's fragmented in the same way as the whole world has fragmented into little bits and pieces. There's so many ways to to do it and and so many <laughs> ways to fail <laughs> fail doing it. Um, and while you know, um, I'm just kind of remembering back when when Uli mentioned 1996, we launched our website in 1996, and that was one of the very first guitar makers' websites online like there wasn't many and so we were we were one of we were kind of on the first wave of that and then we put out newsletters um i mean sorry press releases to the guitar player magazine guitar world to guitar and bus to everywhere and and everybody uh everybody published it with the with the title kind of like brought up that there's there's a guitar maker in finland who has a website <laughs> which was, <laughs> which you see, I, I mean, you were at the right place at the right time, and it was a sort of a breakthrough. I mean, we started selling internationally 
long before we went into a guitar show, thanks to our presence, early presence in internet. And so, again, today it's kind of like the, the tables have turned completely that we, we're looking at a situation where, wow, that guy has a website. What, what's that? I mean, everybody, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it, it's, you, you can't do it anymore that way. So I, I would just say like, you know, the, the, that you have to find your own way. And it could be, it, it, could be it could be something that doesn't involve any shows anymore. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily needing it. If you find your own way that catches the attention and you can get that following. But, um, but back in the day, I, I, I totally agree. Of course, like when we started going to the Frankfurt guitar show two, year 2000, um it, it 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 was a way to do it internationally and way to kind of get dealers you could you could get dealers that way um which happened for us too i mean uh frankfurt was really important for us and then a few years later nam became very important as well but mm -hmm. yeah there's not I one single truth yeah, and that's why I wanted to ask this question because uh, I, I saw the story you said, Michael, many times where French guys put 5k, 5,000 euro or maybe more than that to, to, to buy the dream of the dam and they come back super disappointed and then, oh, I don't know what, the American don't get it. And uh, in fact, uh, that's just uh, the story you, you, you said. I mean, you have to, to invest and to, to be ready to come for five or 10 years before you make it. I think I, I remember that Nick Hubers told the same kind of uh, story a while ago that uh, at the beginning it's uh, you are very small then you need to come back and build on it and and also as you said you are I know some French builder who never go to guitar shows and they have good business and they are working fine so uh, it's not uh, mandatory to do guitar show but for sure when you do it you have to do it all the way and be happy to be present because I also see sometimes in guitar show you know guitar builder like that uh, not very happy to be there on board and blah 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 so that is really scary you know so uh, you know the story you know these kind of builders right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Rainer when was your very first uh, NAM show uh, I think it was four years ago okay uh, and I was uh, I was in the in the good situation uh, it, it was the first time uh, when the boutique guitar showcase happened so uh, uh, this this was the, the advantage to to what Michael said before. We came to that to that new hotspot where boutique guitars were exhibited, and uh, and and it. I think for the most most guys who who exhibited there, it turned out very good. Uh, for, I can only speak for for myself. Uh, the whole booth was. Uh, I had, I guess, six guitars with me, mm -hmm. and I, I was sold out at at the end. Nice. Uh, so it was very successful, and uh, and I thought, yeah, that that's that was cool to to be here. And why why haven't this happened before, yeah. long before? <laughs> so it, it uh, yeah, but it was it was good enough, and and maybe the right time, the right place. Uh, <laughs> but the funny, the funny thing is, uh, I've I've been there with Fra Frank Daimel, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We shared the car and the uh, Airbnb. And at the first day of the show, the very first day that Boutique Guitar show, show happened, we were very, very late okay. because we totally underrated the traffic that that uh, in 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 LA everybody is driving a car as big as a bus and yeah. <laughs> the, the road was I, I think it was one and a half or two miles long. We were in that row. We we didn't have badges. We, we, we <laughs> and and at the end it, it was only a few hundred meters. Frank said, "Now I I go for it," and he <laughs> took the car out and forward and and the police stop 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 and then we had to turn around back to the end of the whole road <laughs> and restart the whole queue <laughs> had to had to wait two more hours so, so <laughs> somewhere at, uh, after, after lunch we we uh yeah we arrived at our booth and everybody was was busy everything was was going on and we, we just yeah, we had we haven't done uh, our lineup yet, but at the end it turned out very good, and so yeah, it it <laughs> it, it uh, I thought yes, I, I will continue Hello. that. Hello, Hi, Emma. Emma. Hey, how are you Emma. doing? Hey. Nice to see you. Hey. <laughs> nice to see all of you. So th- this was the, my my funny story. Uh, yeah, the, the rest was. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of rock stars are. are you, you can see there. Uh, it was Boris Smith coming by, to t- take taking a look what we're doing there and and gave compliments. And hey, I mean, uh, yeah, we we felt we felt like rock stars there, and and it felt good. And uh, I like very much this this atmosphere that the. the the real thing, uh, yeah, I need it, and and I miss it so so much, so bad. Um, I would I would go to to any show now. If you say <laughs> go, if if you if you make a show in Paris tomorrow, I will come. You know, so with with with, with uh, you know the, the masks on and everything. Frank uh, and I, I the car. Come. With yeah. Frank uh, driving, but Frank uh, does not have a driving license anymore. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emma is gone. Uh, you are. Huh? Emma is gone. Emma is gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I know. Stop by to say hi. Ah, okay. I was about to ask. Well, a we, question. we were trying. We were trying to um, invite our son also to say hello, but but he's too shy. Okay. Okay. He was just waving his. Uh, we have a question on the Facebook page from Rick. He's asking, um, "Can projects of three considered a pioneering experience?" I'm not sure about uh, what does it he means, but um, maybe a way to collaborate more between Luthers. I don't know. Well, it's uh, it was pioneering for us. I don't know if it's for anybody else or Mm. if it has been done before, but um, I think all three of us are, I don't even have a cell phone. Uh, Well, Tanya is uh, my IT person. (laughs) Is actually the projects of three manager, computers, wizard and everything. Um, It was pioneering in the sense that uh, we hadn't done anything like it really before. And um, so for us, also collaborating over Zoom was a new experience. 
um, and working together. We're very, very different in what we do and how we do it. And um, somebody asked us this question, well, you're guys, how come you, can you work together on this? Or, and, um, but I think what we share is the essence of being interested in what the guitar can be. And so uh, we met on that level and worked together on that level, even though we had we didn't show the guitars uh, to each other until they were done. Mm -hmm. What I think is where it is, it's in a sense for me, it's not so much pioneering as more a natural development. I mean, with, with you know, shows like, uh, you know, the Holy Grail, the BGS, um, the, we have seen the emergence of the boutique guitars by now as, as uh, what's the word, uh, as an accepted thing. I mean, it's if we compare, you know, when Uli started at NAM, when we started in NAM, we all were the weird ones out because there was no such thing as a boutique guitar, really. Um, so that has changed tremendously. But I also think for us, it was a natural step because on 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 one level, you know, when we created the, the Holy Grail, this idea that everyone displays their instruments in, a, in the same way was something that we realized for the guitars we do was becoming too constrained in a way because we really wanted to show different things. And, you know, if you if you build things that are as different as you put them all on one table, it really does not work. And so I think what what perhaps was the pioneering aspect was that we had a booth with a fairly small number of guitars, really. I mean, also this year, we only really showed three guitars. Um, and, you know, in, in a way to really focus on visitors, you know, viewers taking the time to engage with each instrument and spending the time with it rather than, you know, just seeing, oh, there's six, you know, one is green, one is blue, one is black, and, <laughs> and which color do I like the best, right? Um, so so this is also something that that... I think in that sense uh, for us was so important, but I think it, it came out of a natural development of what we have been doing before. And how did you handle the fact that uh, people would be perceiving you from now on as one of the project of three and not anymore as a spalt instrument or ergon guitars or Teufel guitars? Because uh, it's uh, there is a danger of maybe diluting a little bit your marketing image. You see what I mean? Well, we It's difficult, yeah. it's difficult, but we purposefully really keep that separate. That's also was the reason why we didn't show any other guitars. When you go to the brand page in the products, you really only see the collection guitars. Okay. So it's it's something that is really important to us to emphasize that this is, you know, this is different. Adriano wanted to add something. Yeah, please, Adriano. Yes. <laughs> Uh, what I think, you know, about being pioneer, I don't think we are pioneer because people have been working together and making groups and but uh, about making a collection which we want to that collection to be together and sold sold as one thing. I think probably that's just the most close to the being pioneer. Um, about separating what is Project of Three or what is our individual work. Uh, the time will show that very easily because you know if you compare last collection last year was one thing this year it's just it's more more tight more and the the, the next ones which we, we already talking about that 
it will be even more obvious it's not our individual work put it together but it's something it's building to be one thing uh, of course that takes time and that's actually that confinement the covid and everything online i think it helps and give us more direction where we want to go and keep doing what we're doing in separately you know in our path but um i think it's going to be quite obvious at least yeah mm-hmm. i believe so yeah and i think the the goal of the But project of three is to be able to sell the three guitars uh to one buyer correct Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, they they they're meant as a collection. Yeah. The 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 idea is, I would even go so far to say that the idea has wasn't really about selling something, but about showing the process of working together, the development of that process, and uh, what can come out of it. So they are meant to be together. At the end, yes. Uli wanted to add to that, I think. Um, I, I don't think that we are pioneers in that gear, but I understand the question. Um, to me, it's more the fact. Um, I, I, first, I wish that other luthiers will also do so as we do. And for one simple reason, because um, this, this project and these groups helps me. To, to push my envelope in into another uh, direction. So for me, it's more about the, the fact that we, since we know each other for, for so long, and it's about the four of us, not the three of us, not the three brands. Um, since we know each other so, so long, it's more about that we created for us an environment that has a kind of catalytic uh, power to each of us. And this is something that I would give into the hands to luthiers or friends who th- uh, also think about doing that. For me, from the real beginning, it was clear that in this group, I feel very safe and understood and comfortable. And with the with the power of Tanya, I also realized that there is a there is a link between all of us, which leads to a guaranteed reliability at the end, which is very, very crucial because luthiers are all full of ideas. And <laughs> I mean, we can chat up about ideas, but at the end, we have to put them into touchable and playable things. And the guarantee for that was absolutely Tanya. So this was my clear thinking from the beginning. Therefore, this group. And the other thing is that the contradictionary work or approach of the three of us is a perfect symbiosis also even if it makes the result like this year the collection of these three guitars a little bit more digestible to to niche collectors who are either looking for futuristic or conceptual guitars or organic instruments or rt guitars or whatever i mean our clientele doesn't interlap that much as 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 you think but that doesn't matter for me the For me, it only, the only thing that matters is that we created for us an environment which is really, really supporting each one of us. And I bet including Tanya. <laughs> so this is something that you should look for if you do something like that. And I'm pretty sure that in most of the artist groups that 
were sustaining over the years. It was the same link, linking uh, psychology, the contradiction of, of, of tension in the work, but in the, in the clarity and um, in, the, in the reliability of contribution, which it is with us. It's so simple. Uh, we have this question on the Facebook page from Nicolas Faison. He's asking, is there a guitar that you, you, you built for a past NAM edition that you were uh, especially proud of and you were kind of sad to, to see it go? Who? Well, <coughs> you are, please. Well, um, <clears throat> Yeah, there is one guitar that well, many guitars, but what, what one guitar that is 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 uh, special in 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 a different way. <clears throat> it is uh, ten years ago, no more, twelve years ago, thirteen thirteen years ago. Um, <laughs> time flies. Well, thirteen years ago, um, it was a kind of a game changer guitar for us, a guitar model. We or or the process of making that guitar. Um, It is the, the the first prototype of of a guitar that came became our unicorn guitar model, and <clears throat> this was this was a guitar that pushed us on that um, outside our comfort zone because we decided to start making YouTube videos 13 years ago, and we we published this. Uh, it's called the Unicorn Video Diary, and it's 17 episodes. The whole design process kind of split into these mini documentaries 13 years ago. It, it was very popular at the time because there was not very much that kind of content in YouTube in, in those times. So, so that was a very special guitar to then, you know, get finished that in December 2008 and then go to the NAM and show it um, at the 2009 Winter NAM. Because it was so strange that we had been working on that guitar for a year and, and nobody had seen the guitar for real, but everybody who came to the booth already knew so much about it because they had been following those videos. So this was very, very special. But... I'm not sad to sad that the guitar I had to let go of it because I didn't let go of it. Okay. It. <laughs> That's a solution. Okay. I didn't sell it. Okay. So. It's, it's not a good business decision, but it's a solution. It's yeah. a way to do it. Yeah. yeah, but but we've we've built um I think 250 unicorn guitars after that, so that's like Yeah, and I remember watching those uh, this uh, unicorn diary, which is super entertaining to to watch, and because uh, we can actually see you thinking about uh, the guitar, building it, and sometimes uh, I think there is an episode where you do uh, you did something wrong with the body, you had to start over or something like that. So uh, yeah, it was a very interesting, uh, good good content. Yeah, very good. And 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 I have to add that that in addition to that, it was a story of the making of that guitar but it was also a story of emma learning to make videos okay <laughs> because, because if you compare the first one and the 17th one you you know what i mean yeah it's, it's a it's a 
steep learning curve during that year for her. And mm-hmm. so that's been really, really big, big uh, cha- game changer for us. Any interesting guitar stories from other from some of you guys uh, regarding special land? Because we all know that when you uh, when builders and it's not uh, only just for guitar builders, but it's the same also for big brand. You try to bring you know the your, your really your best guitar at the show because you want to impress everybody, your colleagues, but also the the, the customers. So that's why uh, it's so exciting to go to shows like guitar, the 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 Holy Grail guitar show or the uh, or the show or the the Winternam show because we get to see some really amazing guitars so I'm sure you have some special uh, guitars you can think of right Uli please I, I have one it's a it's a bass guitar a birdfish bass, birdfish bass? I, d- mm. I don't build basses in general I did I did build basses before the birdfish and then Uwe Saarwender convinced me to, to after the first uh, Nam show to build a birdfish bass also because Uwe is a bass player. So I have built a birdfish bass and this bass went to Dusty Hill. Oh, so cool. nice. It was hard. Somehow it was okay to let that go. But I knew that after that show, I knew that I don't continue with building basses because it was a clear decision for me that I will emerge as a guitar builder, not as a bass builder because I'm not Leo Fender and mm-hmm. I, I want to be clear for what I stand. And I don't build after Fender, so I can't build guitars and basses like Yamaha, Ibanez or whatever, or Yuha, who is in uh, also, or started in, in, you know, in the... Yamaha or Fender or Yuha. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, thank okay. you. Sorry, really. sorry, take it. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> no, 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 don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Was, for me, it was clear, I don't continue with basses, so there was this bass, and I would love to have it in my collection now, because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not happening anymore. And it was done by hand, prototyping-wise, so it's not reproducible. There are no molds and nothing left. And, uh, yeah, this was but, something that I still miss. But why didn't you want to, to do to produce both electric and bass and, um, and bass guitar? It's not that uh, different? No, it's not, it's, it's not different. It was a, a, a decision of, of hedging my identity. Okay. Of, of fencing the identity because I think when I look back into guitar histories, the only serious way or the only respected way to make both is the Fender way. So Leo Fender was the inventor of the bass and the inventor of the industrial electric guitar and both instruments were just had, had just different lengths if you say it very simply, but the construction was the same. So this works, but all the other companies who had other approaches to build like Gibson, for instance, they also made bases, but no one takes care for those bases. Mm. So a base can, if you if you go on a certain clear way of making guitars, a base can be a burden or an obstacle if mm. you schlep it around with you. So that was my clear decision because before '95, I built guitars and bases, and I needed the base orders, and my bases were good, and. I needed those orders to make money, but with the birdfish, I realized that I'm really on slippery ground and I should not go ahead and make guitars and basses. So it might change. Mm-hmm. I might do something with a bass in the future. I'm not sure, but then only because I can allow it to me now. I'm, I'm a chester and a chester can do that. You know. <laughs> 
let's move on now to the subject of the the future of guitar show. Uh, maybe let's start with Tania because we all know that she was the the mastermind be, behind the Holy Grail uh, guitar show. So, uh, what's your take on that? I mean, uh, uh, if you have a crystal ball, uh, what do you see for Winter Nam uh, 2022? Well, uh, I think same as Andy said before, we have no idea what it's going to be like in, in January next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and a lot of us have talked about this, I think the the, the first shows coming once uh, they can happen again will will can go either way. They can be, you know, super great and, and people will run to go there because they've missed it so much. Uh, And there will be lots and lots of people converging, which I think is more likely than people will be still hesitant to travel for a while. And traveling will get, again, more complicated, I think. And and we have to realize NAM is, uh, for many, is a long distance travel. So we will have to see how it develops. But I certainly hope it can happen. Um, I don't think that, that uh, you know, guitar shows will go away because I think they're really important. They're, you know, we've talked about this already. Uh, I mean, NAM is NAM. Uh, it's 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 different in a way than other trade shows because it's such a community show. And it's when you go around NAM, you see that you know it's it's a community. It's it's not just for selling stuff. It's for meeting people. It's for connecting, for hanging out. And so I think that the the interpersonal value of 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 guitar shows will become more important than ever. Um, but I think we'll also see what Adri- I think Adriano said that before. I think a lot of shows will also might consider doing both, you know, because you certainly get the lar- larger reach if you add the the virtual level to it. Um, you know, we often see people that they can't come to a show because of time reasons or whatever. You know, it's it's there's many reasons why people cannot come. So obviously, going online, you know, like someone said before, Nam certainly also had probably more general visitors in many ways than because it was easily accessible you could just go and sign up um so i i i do think that they they will not lose in their importance we've also seen over the last few years an emergence of of shows i mean there have been lots of new shows coming up um and uh and i do think that they will you know I hope they can hang on and uh, and uh, will happen once it's possible again. I mean, for this year, your guess is as good as mine. Mm. Uh, with, with with when when things will be able to happen again. And do you think the the guitar show organizer are going to be able to to crack the code to be able to provide a, a better experience of meeting people, or it's always a dimension that is going to be impossible to replicate in the digital world world. It's there. There is a dimension to it that is impossible to replicate. Mm. I mean, any in, in you know, any meeting another person. This is never something you can replicate. I mean, even sitting here with you guys is wonderful, but you know, sitting in the cafe, you know, having a coffee together, being able to hug each other is 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 a very other dimension that is impossible to copy. Uh, so I think I think yeah, what Niam did was great, but it's just a you know. It's a solution for a bad situation, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> indeed. I yeah. think we'll, we all feel that keenly. Mm. I, I know that for me, as a, um, uh, a guitar media, 
I mean, I went to the Believe in Music website a couple of times uh, this week. And yes, I reached out to a couple of people, but it was super poor compared to the kind of uh, interaction I usually have during uh, those shows. So I am not exhibitor, I am a media. So the, my point of view is obviously completely, completely different. But uh, uh, at the moment, it is still something super, uh, uh, super limited. And uh, uh, yeah, yes, we have all the Zoom stuff and uh, this kind of tool, and it's possible to, to create some, some connection. But uh, there is no serendipity, you know, in the Zoom uh, world and uh, that's uh, at least for me it has always been a very big part of uh, the damn show to be able to stumble on, upon people start a small conversation that then afterward it's going to to become a, a project and, and so on so uh, and this is maybe someone will be able to to crack the code or to to set up an interesting se uh, system to to have some interaction but the 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 the, the nature even of the the chaos that there is in those big trade show is uh is something uh yeah that is going to be very difficult to to replicate that's for I sure think it's, it's you're facing a double challenge there because on one side obviously guitar shows are you know in terms of corona i high risk because you know with all the touching and trying and, and interacting going on on one side but on the other hand you know dealing with musical instruments without being able to touch them by them you see, you can do as many videos as you like. It's yeah. never going to be the same. True. You're well, up, you know, talking about the future, like the future of the guitar shows and, 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 and talking about crystal balls and talking about like um, where, where is the world going? Um, I think I think it's, uh, well, first of all, the, the, the online shows, virtual shows, whatever you call it, that's really taking its first baby steps. It's mm. really in its infancy, absolutely. And where what it's going to be when it really works, we don't know. Maybe it's virtual reality, something that I don't know. I'm a, I'm a middle-aged guy, 49 years old. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's, maybe it's in 20 years. Maybe, I don't know what, when it's going to be, but... Um, but I see definitely the, the world is going to world like my crystal ball. It's really like the, the world is going to continue fragmentating into smaller and smaller bits and these tunnels where everybody can choose their tunnel. And we don't know each other's tunnels anymore because they, you know, like our social medias are. If I'm interested in this and this and this topic, that's what my social media looks like. Another guy is interested in cars or whatever he's interested in, and that's what his social media looks like. And, and people are just in their own tunnels looking at stuff that they're interested in, and the world is filled, filled with these tunnels. And when we look at the kind of the, the, the way we experience and love a guitar show, a successful guitar show, the reality is still that a tiny, tiny portion of people who play guitar have ever gone to a guitar show. They ne they've never been able to go to the NAM show. They've never been able to go to the Holy Grail show, the, the, these big shows. So, so and, and, and as we know, I mean, these are really surprisingly, some surprisingly compact groups. When, when I go to NAM, I see a lot of familiar faces and typically not so much new faces. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, 
it's pretty small circle in a way. And, and in this way, the future and combining and wh whatever the online can offer at best, it, it offers really a channel for larger community to be able to connect. Okay, currently it's taking its baby steps. It doesn't feel the same. It's really feels this distance is just, and, and there's not that sense of uh, interaction, mm -hmm. like believe in music. Like I was, when I was, I have the same experience as Pierre, you were talking about that when I went there, it's very difficult. It's very clumsy to somehow, I'm just staring there and st looking at those links and collections of videos or whatever. And, and, and then I just, you know, at the end of the day, then, then I look for, you know, Teufel. <laughs> I know yeah. Teufel is here, so I'm going to look for Teufel and Let's then I find hi, you yeah. guys or I look for, for Spalt or, you know, and then I look for, for other familiar names and, and most of them look like, oh, he's not here. He's not there. Okay, he's not there either. And then I get frustrated and I leave. Mm, but mm. it's it's kind of like that. But but I don't, I see, I see this as a beginning, beginning for something that can really connect large amounts of people and and like Andy was talking about it earlier, like projecting to the future, how we're uh, surprisingly enough seeing this really like a boom of of get new people, young people picking up guitar and starting to play. So 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 what what looked like a declining trend might not look like a declining trend anymore. And um, how will that play into all of this in ten years? It's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uli, you wanted to add uh, something? Yeah, I, I I mean, I I took the opportunity to in, in the last months to browse more through YouTube's and what I YouTube and what I re really realized is that um, the 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 stage of guitar performance has has changed in uh, and 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 uh, mostly uh, during the COVID time. So <clears throat> I think. Due to the fact that in these we we all have these these perception of of Zoom videos, be it business videos, personal videos, or uh, presentation videos, um, the fact that the personal environment is a suitable and acceptable platform for to show an emotional expression on an instrument is something really new. And uh, with a with a powerful feedback and strong admiration of young players performing on YouTube or Instagram, there is a new idol born, I would say. And it's it's not it, so guitar playing doesn't constrainingly have to lead to the to the dream of being on a stage, because for this generation, the stage is already right where they sit it's the sofa and or the bed and this is something really really new and i think this will have to do with with um what we are here online now with the believe in music so i think it will be a merger of of um it, it, i mean if you go into into games conventions it's the same thing because you play through a computer that's a consistent thing of gaming without the computer it, it would not work but you can't play guitar without your computer but if you if you transform that that media uh, transition 
then it ends up that the future star of the guitar will be the, the star on his own stage. And this will really, really change the trade shows, I think. Totally agreed. And, uh, I'm not so sure, um, just because I, I, I do think things are going to change. This is an addition. But I think there's a big difference, for instance, between a gaming convention and uh, a show like NAM. Um, NAM, yes. yes. Like you say, the, 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 the issue there is a computer is a computer. Um, it doesn't really feel any different which brand you take and all that. There's some specs, but there's no tactile experience in terms of your, uh, your physical uh, being, uh, not like with an instrument. And especially as guitar makers, I think um, our big thing is, well, a factory-made guitar is not really very interesting because it's really kind of, they're all the same. They're all like, and what we try to do is something more personal. Um, and I think in that sense, the internet is going to change certain things. But at the same time, it's the same thing. We talked to a musician uh, a couple of days ago, and he was explaining about because of COVID, he's not able to do online. Uh, he's not able to do a personal concert. So he's learning how to do online concerts. So the band is playing yes. and he says uh, on a stage and there's nobody there just a camera. And he says, it's, it's just not the same. So what you're seeing is, I agree, Uli, a new thing is developing the person on the couch. They're in their tunnel, like U.S. says, in their bubble. But what is so great about the music, that part, that excitement, that physical thing, um, it's interesting. This morning I read an article about a guy who is the king of the Vienna center. He rents out space to all the big companies and uh, they're having big trouble because there's no customers. And so one question was, well, what do you see for the future? Everything is moving online. And he says, no, it's not. People are acutely aware of what they're missing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I see if you do it right, there's going to be an explosion of people in terms of wanting to be there. The way he put it is, well, people want to sit in the cafe with their little Gucci bag after they shopped. But Michael, it's online. There's no, there's no sensation there. Shopping. I never understood shopping online for a musical instrument, but I think that ultimately my, my faith in the human being is we are animals. We're physical. We don't want to be stuck in front, like you have said. You know, after a little while, it gets boring. So he goes to the fridge, and then afterwards, he's going to do something else. It's just not interesting. But Michael, this was not what I meant. I no, didn't, no, I mean, I, I didn't want to separate first. Uh, uh, the real name show is so important, and it will come back stronger than it was. This is for sure. But I'm yeah, talking I, about I the format of a digital show. How how could that? evolve the format of a digital show. I don't know. See, I'm, you know, I go back to Marshall McLuhan, what he says, the medium is the message. Mm -hmm. I don't think you need a digital show, really. Uh, that's where I see, you know, the same thing. We've been bitching about how the NAMM is and how 
clumsy it is in many ways. And uh, I, I don't see that as, as, as something that is really necessary. It certainly is going to happen because it augments the real show. But I don't think on its own, it can take place. We, we went through that with the Holy Grail guitar show, thinking about, well, how can we do it an online event? And my feeling always was, well, an online event can be anytime, anywhere, uh, in any way. Uh, so it's not an event anymore. And that's the difference, I think. I also think it's, it's uh, when Yuha was talking, it, for a moment, it made me really sad, you know, this idea that this is what our society is developing to. And, you know, it's in general something I see with young people. And I mean, this is also something we talked about when we developed the Holy Grail, that I also see it as our responsibility to not let that happen, you know, too much. Because, I mean, I had a deeply disturbing experience when I was, you know, we, we as part of the name platform, we could stream these videos and they would premiere at a certain time yeah. and people could sign up for it. Right? They we could put it on their calendar so they would be reminded. And I found this, I found, I found it really deeply disturbing to sit there, watch this video thinking, okay, so we had, you know, a, a number of people who signed up for this and they're sitting all over the world watching that. But I don't have, I mean, unless someone would type a comment, I had no interaction with them. I did not see their... It's not like at you know the guitar show where someone walks up to our guitars and says, "Wow!" Or last year when people would come to our booth and say, "This is like a breath of fresh air." You know, it's it's you you live off we live off these emotions and and uh, you know and then then you watch these videos and then Adriana said, "Well, you know, I want them to watch the video, not type me a message." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I agree," but <laughs> you sit there and 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 it's you watch 20 minutes of video in 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 silence, right? And and there's probably 120 people out there watching it as well. And you have nothing to do. There is no real interaction. And uh, and I think Ooh, this is... Uh... Oh, hey, Fran. <laughs> Hello, uh, Fran. How can you hear us, Fran? Oh. Gone again. Yeah. <laughs> that was short. <laughs> um, it, it's something very, you know, it, it's, I think it's very, very important. And I think that's why I was, was glad that in the last years we've seen, some, again, you know, smaller local shows emerge for that reason that it's hard for a lot of people to travel across the world to travel across europe to go to one event right but that there were again uh shows happening in france in belgium you know local shows and and uh, and things where people can go to and connect because that's ultimately the human condition is to be connected and you do not connect in that way if you sit in front of a screen yeah definitely and i know for sure that for me personally i started to to do some live show from the showroom here in paris like one year and a half ago something like that and for sure at the beginning for the, the for the very first show it feels super weird to be talking to a camera like that and you're just doing blah 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 and blah 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 maybe making a lot of noise and everything and uh, you have to really project okay uh, trying to think really clearly okay that yes somebody's actually watching this and if not in real time maybe after that so uh, you have to make this kind of conscious uh, exercise to 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 create this virtual uh, public uh, so uh, hold on a second adriano uh, fran can you hear us can we hear you say something fran no audio 
Oh, okay. Fran is gone. Sorry, Adriano. Please go ahead. Uh, I think that you know, I, I don't think the virtual shows will ever reply. Um, uh, replace. You know, replace. Replace the um, the 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 real ones. But I think what I realize, and I think there is a big potential to use those kind of platforms to prepare, to do the pre-show. Yeah. So Probably, people yeah. can actually be more prepared when they go to the show and don't waste time being lost in all the alleys and they are more organized. And I think really, I really think because the platform is already there, you know, NAM spend the time and money, Guitar Summit, the same thing. The Oldie Grail also the same thing. And that I think that could be really useful to organize, to maximize the time when people actually go there physically mm. or decide if they want to go or not. That's what I think. Mm. And I think it's a, it's, it will be a shame if they don't use that to maximize the shows, actually. Yeah, probably. That's what I think. Mm. I agree with that. It's certainly going to augment. It's It's a tool to augment your reach. It's a tool to include more people who don't have the physical... Uh, means and also like on this project of three the guitar i made is conceived to be shown on video because it has four four manifestations and it would be a nightmare to try and show it physically because you would have to change and so that process would be a real um it would not go over over well live. So in a way, I took the opportunity and said, okay, we're going to show something on video. I can show that transformation virtually. And it really worked well. And that's another side of it also, because what you're seeing also is that the new technology opens new doors of expression on that level. But I don't think it's going to replace um, the physical one. And, and my bet is that if 22 happens and if it's safe and if people are used to traveling anymore, it's going to be a blockbuster. Everybody's going to be so excited to go and to be there and to meet and to hug. Yeah. <laughs> and hug people and hug uh, guitars. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, at the beginning where we were talking with when Andy Powers from Taylor Guitars was there we touched base on the subject that most of the big uh, guitar company had uh, a huge record sales in 2020 uh, was that uh, was it uh, the same situation for all of you definitely, definitely? yeah the guitar company had uh Oh, I am hearing myself uh, as an echo. <laughs> uh, was that, uh, yeah, we are hearing you too. Yeah. <laughs> Here, why are you re repeating yourself? <laughs> I can talk without my mouth uh, moving. How's that? <laughs> Magic. <Yeah. laughs> I think Fran is doing something, <laughs> some Fran, crazy uh, trick. Did, yeah. did, you put, <laughs> did you put your looper on? <laughs> your looper pedal. <laughs> So did you Accidentally. all guys got some uh, record uh, orders in 2020? Or was that basically the same? You got some cancellation and some super high uh, numbers of orders. You are? I, we, have, we haven't seen any super record sales or anything like that, no. But it's, it, it's been different for sure. There's been, um, 
obviously I made a video about this some weeks ago uh, before the new year um, about the the COVID and um, and what has it done for professional like performing artists around the world and and so like professional players so this is because quite big part of our clientele is professional musicians and so so this is this is somewhere where we saw definitely things going down mm-hmm. and 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 so we kind of uh we were quite worried about that okay so this is this is it bye bye you know okay. we're, mm-hmm. we're we're done but uh but um but then okay i would say that we see the same phenom- phenomenon as the as the as the large com- large corporations see in a in a in a bigger way uh we see it from the from the amateur side kind of repla- replacing the situation for us quite a bit so at the end of the day we are quite similar we have uh, have have similar kind of queue waiting list for orders and so things are Things are surprisingly good, I would say, um, um, taking into account that that we we did have also cancellations and and uh, many orders needed to be, if not cancelled, maybe postponed to later time or when 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 can it happen for the for the player and so on. So, mm-hmm. but it's been a different year, and and it's also like the the again the fact that that it has really forced us once again outside our comfort zone on really um, um, to be inspired of somehow doing something different so that people don't forget that we exist. Yeah. And I think as people working in the music business and me i am a media you are you guys are guitar builders i think we have also this kind of uh, responsibility you know to to be able to uh, we have uh, let's say this uh, message of hope you know to to transmit to people and i took this the the big pandemic as a yet another challenge to to reinvent the way i was uh, I, i'm working on the guitar channel on lash and guitar and yes there were no guitar show uh, except uh, Winternam in uh, January uh, last year and that, that's about it so well I did a lot of uh, remote interview I started my live live interview which has been uh, quite a good promotional tool to, to to have the people to understand what I do with Lash and Guitar so uh, and I saw many musicians to trying to uh, get a grip on how to handle their communication online so that's also a, uh, a good thing and uh, yes there are some a lot of questions to be asked uh, because if people are playing uh, live on uh, in front of Facebook and they don't get paid for it it's a big uh, problem for for them but uh, it is also such a great tool to be able to to communicate and uh, it's good to see that people uh, were really involved in that and I congratulate you again uh, you are for starting your, your own podcast in 2020 so I think that's uh, uh, from some good uh, good things that's that uh, came out of this uh, crazy pandemic situation and that has actually the talking about the the podcast and the and the live streams it <clears throat> it has actually um some way generated a genuine little community of people mm-hmm. who are engaging and who are interacting in yes. a very um 
genuine way that feels you you do feel the warmth in that in that little community that has formed around that i mean it is it's funny it's crazy i i i didn't expect that and like pierre you were saying earlier that it felt felt the first time you were doing the live interview and 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 uh the crazy feeling of staring at a camera and 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 trying to be natural and and discuss with people and in, interact with people i have exactly the same experience but when you're doing it for a while and and you start seeing that the same people uh start showing up and and you get to know them and and they are commenting and they are so so it really it's it's a little bit different aspect and of course not the same not the same sure but uh, but it's real i would say still it, it's real yeah definitely uh do you have any idea if let's say uh, you have to take a guess now so this is uh what january 23rd so it's still the beginning of 2021 when do you think it's going to be your next uh, is going to be your next uh, guitar show adriano when do you think it's going to, to be for you a real guitar show yes when i think <laughs> real one uh when i think i don't i have no idea i can tell you when i would like to yeah okay uh, uh, yesterday no because then it's over like spring could be really nice but i don't think it will happen um <clears throat> at least one year from one year from now i really i really would love to make that happen no that happen yes mm -hmm. and i hope so but it's not it's we're not sure about it. we don't know a lot of water gonna still run into the river yeah but when you hmm. any other any other guesses yeah right now tell us uh, uh hopefully uh, there will be uh, this montreux show yeah at the end of uh, april with, with montreux, montreux yeah mm -hmm. uh, because uh, i mean it's switzerland switzerland is special they do not fear anything so 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 <laughs> maybe they if if something will happen it will happen there uh, uh in my opinion because they yeah with with any concepts and and distances and and everything but uh, uh maybe they they do it. it it's just a feeling i don't have informations um i i just was asking uh what what uh, what what they are going to do it's it's still uh planned uh, somewhere in in may i i guess in Ma in uh, april if they do it from 23rd to the 25th of april yeah at the end of april okay yeah. uh, okay this uh so th there is another another show uh planned for for the i guess end of april beginning of may in berlin oh yeah the um, super grail or something like that I, yeah? i don't think i think this one have to be postponed or something i don't i don't believe so if if it if it happens i will i will be there no no question but uh from from my for my feeling i i think the the swiss gonna make it because they it, it's uh if you if you uh, do a show if you want to establish a new show what better time could it be when no no other show happens so this is the only one so you you get the full the full uh, 
uh, uh, spectators you you get you get every every everybody wants to go to a real show uh I believe in that. Yeah, uh, it, it, uh, it happened that uh, last Wednesday I did a live interview with Emmanuel and David, who are the two organizers of the show. And at the moment, uh, it is still planned for 20, the 23rd, 24th and 25th of uh, April at Montreux. For sure, the, the situation is evolving so fast that they don't have uh, a lot of uh, visibility. Uh, they know that there is a probability that the show will be postponed but at the moment the plan is still to 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 be to to happen but uh, there is this kind of a vicious circle because people say well there are not a lot of exhibitors should i go uh, it's not a lot of money last time i went to uh, try to go to guitar show i lost money not because of the guitar show but because uh, of the airlines of an uh, hotel fees and, and stuff like that so uh, uh, maybe they will have to postpone it but uh, um, for sure for me as a guitar media but it's not the same kind of risk I am taking. If it happens, I will be there. That's for sure. Please, right. Tanya. Okay. And uh, there's another reason because I have this new model, which is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. I, I will go there even there is no exhibition. I stand on the street with my guitar. I am the uh -huh. show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is so the. You are afraid you are not going to be a bold model. I think the the my fear is that I go without Adriano. I think you know I'm I'm hoping for for 2022 now because I also think it's it's tremendously difficult for organizers. I mean, I've talked to a couple of colleagues and they've had to put things off. You know, they postponed it already, and so now they have to postpone it again and. I think at this point, um, rather than just, you know, last year we had people go from spring to fall. They now move to spring, so now they have to move again. Yeah. I think a lot are now at the point where saying, you know, we'll play it safe. We'll go into 2022 mm. because the, the messages you're getting right now are so, you know, in many ways, you know, dark that, that a lot of people are saying, you know, let's play it safe. So. I think uh, I and I really can understand that because, you know, having organized a show that that fell victim to, to COVID, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an awful experience. And so it's it's I certainly can understand that people say, you know, let's let's wait this out and uh, and wait for 2022, hoping that by then things will be under control. Um, so I, I I know that there's a whole bunch of shows in fall that that. You know, we're all hoping that they might ha be able to happen, but God knows if they will. Yeah, I doubt that either Montreux or the Super Grail are going to happen, actually, because the the British invasion is <laughs> happening and uh, it's not musical. <laughs> uh, so uh, what I hear, and we we because of... Uh, because of the Holy Grail disaster, we're used to monitoring the, the, the virus situation closely. Um, it's the Swiss are making the same mistake the Austrians are making. They're opening up all their ski resorts because the French can't go skiing anymore. And so everybody's going to Switzerland. And uh, yeah. And I think they're going to have the same experience we had here in Austria, that uh, an explosion of, of cases with the new variants. So I wouldn't put... And, and the real problem, like you said, Pierre, is uh, 
we all want to, but are we going to risk the money? And it's a it's 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 a vicious circle because mm-hmm. uh, without exhibitors, you cannot attract visitors. Without visitors, the exhibitors are not going to go. Um, and I I I think before fall, late fall, uh, it's not realistic. Mm. I saw on the, the website. Uh, on on the Nam Web Show website, yeah, that I am putting up at the moment, that the Summer Nam is scheduled for July 15 and July uh, 17th. So uh, again, looking at your crystal ball, what would be your bet? Is it going to happen? I've never been to the Summer Nam, so maybe I'm wondering if the US is open and if the sanitary situation is not so bad, uh, I might go there. But uh, you, you, you've been there for a while, so what do you think? It's a much more local show. Say again, uh, Michael. It's a much more local show. It's not as international. And and apparently, what I read is Nashville developed this like new. I think they call it ready to go or something, ready concept and everything. But I think the bottom line is, you know, for any international travelers at this point, it's it's not even the question is the show going to happen or not. It's the question, can I travel? I mean, for us, for example, under Austrian regulations, if I come back from abroad, I need to go in quarantine and this and that and whatnot. So I think uh, I think that's what what anyone doing a show will face. You know, the, not only the problem, what does their country say? You know, will the U.S. allow events to happen? But will people actually be able to to be allowed to travel? And um, and so that's I mean, that's something where we saw this last spring uh, with shows where people said, well, I, I can't even come anymore because I'm not allowed to leave my country <laughs> so, or I can't come back if I leave it. So um, I think there is just a lot of uncertainties. And, and like you said, Pierre, a lot of people lost money in the last year to airlines and hotel bookings and stuff like that. And so a lot of people, I think, well, at least what I hear from friends and colleagues is they're cautious not to committing themselves to something right now, because, you know, this year, the Corona, I mean, that's, you know, a, a thing that, you know, obviously with the airlines, now you book a flight, you can't go because of a Corona. Well, that's too bad for you, right? Mm. You knew that it might happen. So you're not getting anything back possibly. So it's, it's, um, it's a mess. It is. A mess, I, feel, I feel that the, the, the summer NAM as, a, as, as a even drastically more local event, it could happen with an online extension that would look like a summer NAM. So it, it could kind of happen, but but diluted into something else than than uh, than it could be, and and I think you know like like well Tanya and Michael were already talking about it that can we even travel? And I'm I have to say that I'm also like thinking, um, do I want to take the, you know that headache of of you know, even if it would be technically just about possible to travel and then the quarantines and all the, the stuff that involved in it. Like I, I, I'm, for example, I have a friend, um, uh, an opera singer who lives in Vienna, a Finnish guy who lives in Vienna with his, with his uh, Viennese wife. And, and from time to time he works in Finland at the National Opera House. So every time and and he kind of has to travel 
for the for the practices and then <laughs> then the shows keep canceling even though they have to do these practice periods and every time he travels to finland there's the quarantine every time he travels to vienna there's the quarantine and and it's so difficult and it's so it's it's quite a headache um currently and i definitely don't think it's going to be over by the summer mm -hmm. so you have nothing uh, planned for the first uh, first uh, six months of 2021 uh, you are i have lots of things planned but uh, not traveling yeah involved. yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Guys, it was really excellent to be able to have you. So if we do maybe one more roundtable trip around uh, Europe. So uh, tell us when, where we can reach you and maybe share last message of hope for 2021. You are, you are on screen. Go ahead. Ah. Uh, Aha. That, now's your time. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, every, every Wednesday evening. Every Wednesday evening, weekly Wednesday live see you guys there i mean I'm, i'm i'm there and last year i did a bunch of interviews by colleagues and maybe we'll do something like that this year again and and, and artist guests and and whatnot and then we'll be working on our on our valve bucker and i can i can reveal as much as that um it will be the 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 next evolution version of it will be launched in 2021 for sure shows or not it will be well let's not promise but it, it all goes <laughs> too, late. Right. too late it's, it's on the internet too late there's still a few things but it will and, and it will be it will be first launched for bass so bass valbucker for a bass guitar is coming hmm interesting yamaha fender and yuha well, okay. we're, we're <laughs> way to go you are way to go <laughs> adriano what would be your last message you would like to share Uh, you know, enjoy the time you have. We cannot travel to just feed your head and put the ideas outside. And uh, I will be here still working with, uh, you know, merge my Ergen guitars to Adriano guitars. That's what I'm doing because I'm, I would like to just sign my guitars as Adriano and not Ergen. So I'm still working on that mm -hmm. now and I'm enjoying my time. I'm trying to, you know, be happy with what I have. Excellent. Uli. <laughs> um, Uli, Uli is exhausted. Uh, too much internet interaction. Oh, yeah. No, no, I would just say don't despair, and this will be over one day for sure. Yeah. All right. Do we have a uh, Rhino? Yeah, Rhino is still there. So, Rhino, tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So Confirm. the the COVID crisis is uh, yeah. Show it's it shows us that we be aware that that this is one planet we are on and we have to go through this all together so and yeah we, we will do we will over overcome this thing and that's um, I, I, I'm just saying I'm I'm a hopeless optimistic guy so <laughs> this is a p paradox thing <laughs> yeah which which is uh, um, poorly translated from German but um, Uh, yeah, I'm still an optimist, and I can't do anything against it. And um, yeah, this this is this is how how we we go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Michael and, and Tanya, one uh, last word yeah. of uh, wisdom. I agree with uh, Reiner, and I think actually, you know, 
don't think too much about what you're not able to do and what you're losing. Think more about the opportunities that open up and yep. what you are able to do and new ways of, of doing things. And I think... And we've done a lot of things, yes. The future... Yep. We'll see what happens. I mean, being a guitar builder, you have to be an optimist. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be a guitar builder. <laughs> well, and I think you know, it's it's it's. I I really appreciate the uh, the energy and the effort. You know, organizations like NAM and others who've done online things. You know, bringing really and trained. You know, you have with this podcast, Pierre, with your live shows, and obviously, you know, the Believe in Music Week. I think participating in these things as, you know, infancy problems, clumsinesses aside, it's, it's what we have right now and, and to make use of it. And, you know, to be honest, I've, I've, when I started using the platform, it was like, oh, yeah, but now it was nice. You know, I connected with people. I reached out to people I knew and I didn't know. And, and you know, especially nice, it's, it's going to go on for another month. And I really want to encourage people to, you know, also make use of that. And, uh, and you can have video calls and video chats and, and you know, at weird times of the day. So I think, you know, to appreciate what organizers are trying to and communities are trying to put out so people can connect is, is certainly big and, and helping us to get through the other stuff. Excellent. I want to thank you guys so very much for the time you, you spent uh, online. Uh, hopefully, uh, obviously, it would have been even better to do this around uh, a coffee or beer or both or I don't know. And hopefully it will happen again uh, sometimes uh, in the not so uh, distant uh, future. So thank you very much for watching this. Thank you for all the nice uh, comments and questions we had. I try to, to relay most of them, but uh, feel free uh, uh, to, to go check them out and answer by, by yourself and again thank you very much for your time and uh, yeah let's hope uh, for the best uh, for the future have a great evening thank you thank you everybody thank you, thank you. good to see you good night, good night. <laughs> good night friends <laughs> bye 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 pour le prix d'un magazine abonnez-vous à la chaîne guitare pour accéder aux vidéos intégrales for the price of a magazine, subscribe to The Guitar Channel to access the full videos.